Vegetarian Zen, episode number 19. Hey, Larissa. Yeah. Have you heard that new veggie rap? No, how's it go? Where there ain't no stress Your life is on track And you ain't no mess We're Looking for some folks Who like to keep it real To give you some tips For, for a healthy meal If that's what you want Then come and hang with us Cause there's plenty of room On, on this veggie bus. bus So come on down Cause you just want A, a chance, chance to get, get your veg on A chance to get your veg on Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, veg zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And today we are getting into the fall spirit, talking about fall fruits and vegetables. But first, what about that rap? Oh my gosh. That okay, first of all, words by Vicky. She went upstairs. <laughs> she went upstairs. We were downstairs working and she said, she said, I gotta work on something and I'm gonna go upstairs and do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> What's going on now? So she's upstairs for a while and she said, Okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. So we came up here and she laid that out and oh my gosh, I just lost it. <laughs> it, it probably took us what, over an hour. Yeah, and Over then an practicing hour. going back and forth. Yeah. Lots over, of bloopers. bloopers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We recorded it probably over at least 25 or 30 times. Oh, uh, that wasn't bad for... No, yeah, I don't think so. But I tell you what, we months. had a blast doing it. I mean, we have giggled and laughed and <laughs> just slapped our knees. That was a lot. Right. Oh, my Slapped God. our knees? Slapped our knees. <laughs> we were knee slapping. Anyways, I think my brother will really get a kick out of that because he and I used to do that. <laughs> that for oh well there there it was a cat something yeah the cats. the cats are into something <laughs> um anyways so hopefully you like that and leave us a comment on our facebook page and let, let us know what you thought yes please i think <laughs> i don't know should i be scared <laughs> we should say we're not planning on going professional by any means no so. <laughs> no, no no it's just for for our our podcast and to torture you guys. So. I will <laughs> I will say we are having to get more and more creative, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I think what we should do, we had talked about this, but one of these days we're going to open this up to our listeners and have you guys just send in what you want to hear us do. Actually, yeah. Let's open it up. Let's open okay. it up. Leave it, leave it on our Facebook. Let us know if there's anything you want us to do, as long as it doesn't cause bodily injury to our... Right, to yeah. Us. No no, um, no flaming hair or anything like that. No, yeah. We're, we're down. We're down we're for open. some craziness. I mean, you've already heard us sing. You've heard us rap. Um, sort of. You've heard bad jokes. Um, you know, so throw some stuff at us and let's see if we can do it. But uh, yeah, so leave a comment on our Facebook uh, page or comment on this episode on yep. the on the show notes. All right, so let's move into um, well, we're going to talk about fall fruits and vegetables, but first let's as we normally do, let's get into some updates. Okay, well, we do have a new iTunes rating and review. 
So we had a five-star rating from our, and I apologize if I'm not saying this correctly. I don't know if the double L's is, uh, if it's Arvilla May or if it's Arvia May. Because here in South Texas, it could be either. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, she says, I wanted to let you guys know I've been a vegetarian for a long time. I feel I've never been a, quote, good vegetarian. And your recipes and advice have helped me so much, especially be more adventurous. I am pregnant as well, so I'm trying to get even more nutrition in my life and trying green smoothies. Thanks for your fun podcast. Well, thank you, our, our Villa, or Arvia, May, for that review. And congratulations on the upcoming birth of your baby. Yeah, that is awesome. And, and uh, it's great that you're being more adventurous because that's definitely the way we feel. We've uncovered so many different foods and uh, healthy foods, and it's been really a great advent. That's a great word to use. It's been uh, very much an adventure for us. So thank you very much for the rating. Really appreciate it. Right. And then one more little thing to mention on that, um, that about being more adventurous is, I don't know if you, if this is your first child or if you have other children, but um, we've discussed this on other, on other episodes. One of the best ways to teach your children um, to eat healthy, healthily, healthily is by example. And so if when your children see you trying new things and, and trying the green smoothies and different vegetables and fruits, uh, they're more likely to, to be open, more open to that. So, so kudos to you for doing that. That's great. Okay. Uh, now, that uh, we had that one rating. And then we have – I uh, – I, okay, I'm, I'm getting to love this family. i got to say this. Um, you've heard us talk about Danielle Freed numerous times on numerous podcasts. She episodes. left us a uh, five-star rating, and mm-hmm. then she's uh, sent us emails right. with questions. And actually, she inspired our last podcast, which was all about beans. Beans, right. And um, so we, I got, we got an email, a contact email uh, from the website a couple days ago from Cindy McDonald, who introduced herself to us as Danielle's mom. So, and she sent us a wonderful and long email telling us, she she told us that she started listening uh, at Danielle's suggestion and that she enjoys the fact that we're not preachy and that, you know, we're non-judgmental, that she's been implementing some of the things we talk about in order to live a more healthy life and cut down on animal products. And I think this is very, very big for, for their family because, they live kind of out in the country, she said, and they have some livestock. And, and Danielle herself said that they grew up, you know, and her household was very um, kind of meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. And I think Cindy mentioned that's a lot that of too. families. Right, yeah. right. Like mine growing up and mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and they grow their own vegetables and, and everything. But it's, it's just, it's been a, a meat and potatoes lifestyle that they've lived. And she is really making some strides along with Danielle to reduce that and just make some little changes, which I think is just fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so uh, once again, to to Danielle and to her mom, Cindy, uh, we're so glad to have you as listeners and readers on our website. And uh, they both have mentioned that they like to try the recipes that we put out. And so we will keep putting out recipes, you know, and again, if, if anybody has recipes, I like what one of the things I like to do is kind of doing recipe makeovers or recipe redos. Um, so if anybody has any, a recipe that they'd like to see like a a vegetarian version of, or a healthier version of, send it to me 
And I'd love to, I'd love to try to, to kind of, you know, flip stuff around and, and do that. And of course, you know, we'll credit you guys and, and mention who sent us the original recipe and, and um, put that out on the website. Yeah. And just so you know, we also have a Pinterest board that says not vegetarian or vegan, but I bet we could make it so. Yes. Yes. So, and there's really some great recipes out there that are very easy to do that with. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's just as easy as substituting vegetable broth for chicken broth. Exactly. Right. Um, so, just little things like that. But, uh, but definitely send us your your recipes if if you want something made over, and we'll see what we can do about it. Okay. And then just one small little announcement. Or small little announcement. And one more little announcement. <laughs> um, We are getting close to launching VegZen TV on YouTube. So we're thinking about launching uh, a a YouTube channel because we recognize that a lot of the stuff, information we're providing would be very helpful to have in video form. So for example, as I talk to friends and family about juicing, they are very interested in doing it, at least incorporating it into their diets, but are kind of nervous about how that looks and what to do and it seems you know it's mysterious mm-hmm. so uh like i was thinking about how we were thinking you know a video about my first juice and right. then just showing you how to the basics of it and and how we uh, i pretty much juice every day now mm-hmm. um in addition I, that's not all i do i mean but i pretty much juice every every morning i take a big green juice with me to work right. but anyway so we were thinking about launching that soon and I'm putting it out there because I want us to be somewhat accountable for it uh, and uh, but we also want to know what you would be interested in seeing exactly. so please let us know I mean I think cooking is one that right. Larissa and I are getting better uh, about ourselves as far as you know knowing uh, we get a little sloppy sometimes with cooking we make good stuff but it's just you know Right. We're not all it's not, neat and organized. Right. About it. Yeah. So but, we'll have to kind of tidy that up, yeah. <laughs> tidy the the process up yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, and, and I think that's that's awesome. I, th- I think that what we what our goal is with that, again, it, just like it is with the podcast and the website is to put things out there that are helpful to you. Um, so and that's why we ask for your feedback so much. And because we want to know what what things you have questions about, what things you would would like to learn how to do but don't know where to start and you know we'll be the first ones to tell you we don't know how to do all this stuff either but if somebody sends us a request and says hey you know can you can you show us a video on how to i don't know prepare brussels sprouts to give an example vicky hates brussels sprouts and i've never <laughs> actually had one so i you know i don't know when when you buy them at the store what the heck do you do with them you know I would be more than happy to figure it out and learn it, and then we'll make a video of it. Yeah, and a lot of it is not so much that it's hard. It's just that people don't know, don't and they know. don't have yeah. the time to sit down, and that's kind of what we try to do is right. to make it very easy to for people to right. uh, learn how to do that. So it's not that it's really difficult. It's just taking some of the mystery out. Like I said, with juicing, right. once you see us make a juice, you're going to be like, oh, my God, is that that's all there is to mm-hmm. it? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Um, or how to seed a pomegranate or yeah. something like that. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah, because I mean I didn't know what the heck yeah. to do with that thing, but you know. So speaking of seeds. pomegranate, let's oh, yeah. go ahead and let's move into, into our fall fruits and vegetables okay. topic. Hey, 
And it, you know, in, in South Texas, it's not quite um, fall weather-ish yet. Do we <laughs> no, get fall No, nah, maybe at the end of November, <laughs> early December for a couple of days. But We'll um, dip down into the 80s. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's basically what we've been doing for the last couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but, you know, across the country, there different regions have different temperature ranges, and so different um, fruits and vegetables are mature at different times. So basically what we wanted to do in this episode is do more of a general discussion. You know, we obviously can't get into things that are specific for, say, um, people who live in the Pacific Northwest and people who live in Florida and people who live in Maine. Um, but what we wanted to cover was kind of some more generalized things. So, in you know, speaking of that, when when you go to the supermarket, the modern supermarket shopping, the way it, the way everything is now, you can pretty much get most vegetables and fruits all year long. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is huge corporate farm farms that use uh, that Im- well, corporate farms in the U.S. which you know use giant greenhouses and so they can grow greenhouse tomatoes and you can have tomatoes in January right and um, then also importing quote fresh fruits and vegetables from other countries but by the time they get here they're not really fresh I mean you know because you figure it takes a few days and um, they may have been frozen and they're just not the fresh vegetables and fruits that you get if you go to a farmer's market yeah, and then, you know, you have the huge corporate farms that mm-hmm. use GMOs, GMOs. And that's how they're able to um, make these make Franken these foods. Franken foods. Franken yeah. foods. Um, GMOs really scare me. It just seems like something from a sci fi movie, right? And it's right. got to come back and bite us somewhere along right, the line. Right. <laughs> and in fact, uh, coming up in a future episode, we'd, we'd like to kind of focus on GMOs and ex- exactly what what they are and uh, how they're used and why they're used. And, and, um, you know, everybody hears talk about Monsanto now and how Monsanto Mm -hmm. is a monster. And I couldn't agree more. Um, But so many people don't know the story behind that. Yeah. So I think that would be an excellent podcast topic for us to do. Well, and again, I think it's just a little bit, it doesn't mean that you have to revamp everything that you eat but you Mm -hmm. you're just making more educated decisions exactly and that's what we've done um you know we've cut out a lot of brands and a lot of things that that um are not organic and you know and speaking of which i think that's another upcoming podcast that Mm -hmm. we had talked about doing was uh, you know a lot of people say well i'd like to buy organic but it's so expensive and um we agree i mean it is more expensive because you're getting a better product Mm -hmm. however there are certain fruits and vegetables that it's okay to not get the organic. Right. Um, there's some that you really want to be sure to get the organic. And I know we're going to talk one, about one a little bit later here, so I right. won't blow that. But uh, that's going to be a future podcast as well. Right, right. So just some uh, – let's get into some general nutrition um, about – okay, well, first of all, let me backtrack. The What we'll be talking about today are primarily the winter squash – uh, squashes, including pumpkins, and then apples, pomegranates, cauliflower, um, dark leafy greens, and root vegetables. And so with that said, again, this is, you know, we, we don't have a whole lot of time here. We like to keep these to about a half hour. So I don't want to break every single one down into, you know, what's the nutritional value, value for a radish, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that for this instance um i just kind of wanted to 
give some general nutrition information. Yeah, guidelines. we'll call out some of the vegetables that right. they're known for. I mean, I'm sorry, not vegetables. We'll call out some of the um, nutrients. Right, right. That these are known for. Right. But so with, with winter and fall vegetables, you see a lot of the yellows, the oranges. Um, if you look at pumpkin as a prime example, um, squ- uh, winter squashes, butternut squash, um, patty pan squashes. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, beets. Um, apples, red and green, you know, so you have a lot of these, these, well, and it's, it's funny because they're kind of fall colors, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it's kind of what you would see on a Thanksgiving table. Right, right? exactly. Um, so the yellows and oranges, when you see those in, in, in fruits and vegetables, those are high in carotenoids, um, like beta carotene, and, and lutein, these are um, antioxidants that can be converted by our bodies into active vitamin A. Um, vitamin A, of course, is, is essential for eye health um, and some other things. But, you know, like I said, we're, I don't want to get into a whole lot of details. Um, okay, seeds of squash and some other vegetables are high in the good oils, the monounsaturated fats, so pumpkin seed, and I think pumpkin seeds are like the the best of all of them. But I I like butternut squash seeds roasted actually better than pumpkin. I'm just not a pumpkin fan. I don't overall. think I've had that before. The butternut squash, yeah, or um, uh, butternut squash seeds, seeds roasted. Yeah, well, we actually did one time. Um, if you remember, we did a cooking demo at Green Restaurant. Oh, that's right. And they had a kale salad, and they had a butternut squash toasted seeds. Oh, that's seeds. right. That was really good. They are good. Yeah. I like them better than the, the – I'm just not a pumpkin person overall. Uh, but those are really good. And, and basically, you know, it's just roasting them with, with um, some salt and a little – you know, maybe cooking spray it so they don't stick. And then most of these are also high in vitamin C and fiber. And, you know, fiber is very, very important. And we'll discuss uh, fiber in a couple of these specific ones uh, coming up here. So let's talk about winter squash first. One interesting note about winter squashes, and when you think of winter squash, um, we're talking things like, like we mentioned before, pumpkin, butternut squash, things like that. But I love pumpkin. And, you know, I just, like I said, I'm just not a fan. I'm, I'm really not. Uh, pumpkin pie, I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin seeds. Um, but one thing that I did find out when I was doing the research for this episode is that winter squashes, now these are not something that I would have thought to buy organic, and I haven't, and I certainly will be after this. But winter squashes apparently are often used as, quote, interrotational crops in contaminated soil. So if, if you've got a, a field that's contaminated, um, they'll I guess they use these, I don't know, because they're, they're thicker hulls. I, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the why behind it, but I did read that. But and- nevertheless... They're in this contaminated soil. Exactly, yeah. and I don't want to be, <laughs> want to be just eating that. Uh, even though That's you don't. That episode typically... of Gilligan's Island where they had the radioactive. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they have like these giant fruits and vegetables. It's a crazy show. That's crazy. what this whole GMO thing reminds yeah, me of. Exactly, we're all going to turn into like, oh gosh, something weird. Um, but anyway, even though you don't typically eat the the rind, the big you know outer thick rinds of these i i just don't want to i don't want to take that chance mm-hmm. um okay so let's talk about pumpkin first 
I think. Yay. Yay, pumpkin. Okay. Vicky likes pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I mentioned this one first because, of course, this is October and Halloween in the, in the U.S. And it so it kind of makes those the most visible of all the squashes this month. So the field pumpkins that are typically used for carving that you see at all the, the pumpkin patches, uh, they're really not best suited for cooking. Why is that? Well... It's because the the texture apparently and the taste are are pretty poor compared to the other varieties. I don't know the last time you carved a pumpkin. It's been years since I've done one, but uh, I think we did one together like ten years ago. Yeah, a really long time ago. <laughs> and but if you remember from that, the the when you open it up and you pull out all the stringy stuff, the flesh just. To me, I remember it kind of being a little spongy mm-hmm. and not real, like, thick and, and you know, full and dense. And that's why they, it doesn't hold the flavor, I think, and it's just not a good texture for, for roasting or, or baking. That's interesting because whenever I think of, like, pumpkin pie, that's what I think of mm-hmm. using. So what pumpkins are used? There are a lot of different varieties of pumpkins. And if you go to the, the grocery store or wherever, you mm-hmm. know, uh, farmer's market, you'll see smaller pumpkins than the big jack-o'-lantern uh-huh. ones and they're some different shapes different colors but if you pick one up it's it feels very dense mm. and that's what you're looking for is and they're sweeter mm, okay. um but that's what you're looking for is the ones that are the the varieties that are smaller and and heavier for their size because the flesh then is more compact and more more dense and it has more flavor so that's that's what you were looking at and there are a whole bunch of different varieties. If you look on our Facebook page, I had found this uh, really cool graphic about other uses for pumpkin, for pumpkins. So when you have all these pumpkins, because a lot of people, not everybody carves them. Mm-hmm. Some people will just put them on their porch for decoration or put them in their house for decoration. And then what do you do with it when it's done, if it's just one of those those jack-o'-lantern type pumpkins? Um, well, there's some really cool ideas on this graphic it's like to use it's how to use every aspect of right 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 and of course my favorite one on there is making it into a bird feeder (laughs) um just you know cut off the top and and uh fill it with bird seed you don't even have to pull the 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 stuff out because the birds will eat that too yeah that way you just fill it with bird seed and of course it's like if it's like a really tall one you probably want to cut it in half maybe um because you don't want birds drowning in your pumpkin (laughs) yeah and then we probably wouldn't if we had that we wouldn't put it on the ground or molly might eat oh molly would eat the (laughs) bird seed yeah she would eat the bird seed the pumpkin everything (laughs) um and then of course you know everybody knows what what pumpkin uh is good for soups breads pies roasted seeds you can roast the cut the the flesh into chunks and use it in you know roasted vegetables and and all that so good pumpkin okay Uh, another kind of squash butternut Yum. Yes, and we have one sitting on our counter. Yes, and those are good in soups and stews, I know. And they were also, right. we also made, had some, uh, when we went to the, we used them in the vegan, Tex-Mex vegan cooking uh-huh. class. Right, right. I think they used it in the... Um, I want to say the flautas. The or, flautas with yeah. uh, soy chorizo. Very good. Right. Very, right. very good. Um, and uh, then the seeds, as we mentioned, the seeds are mm-hmm. really good roasted as well mm-hmm. um, for snacks, add to salads, uh, what have you. 
And then, uh, of course, you can also do the same thing that you can do with any of these and is just cut them into to cubes. Um, you want to peel it first. And butternut squash peels surprisingly easily, actually. Um, and then cut it into cubes, season it, and just roast them. Okay, okay, now this is a cool one. Spaghetti squash. Yeah, we've and we've had that yes. as in replacement of pasta before. Right, right. Now, um, our apologies. There's apparently a party going on outside our house. So um, I hear people and there's cars going by. So oh. <laughs> if there's like music in the background, it's um, there's a party outside One of or those something. things. Yeah. Uh, but yes, spaghetti squash, when it's roasted correctly, um, the flesh that's inside will separate into strands resembling spaghetti. And it had the exact same texture it, to it me. It really did. The taste was a little different, yeah. but uh, it, not bad, different. No. It was just different. But the texture was very much, mm-hmm. and when you look at it on the plate, it looked like pasta. Yeah, and it's super easy to do. Just cut it in half, and 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 uh, I'm not gonna like do all the how to here, but there's, there's a video. video. <laughs> <laughs> um, now this is a good sneaky way to get vegetable haters to eat some squash mm-hmm. because the you know. If it's just by itself, you, I mean, you can put marinara sauce, you can put butter and, and garlic and, and whatever, however you want to fix it. But you don't have to do it 100%. You can mix it with pasta. Some, yeah, well, that's a spaghetti. great suggestion. Yeah. You know, you mix it with spaghetti, maybe half and half or a third, two thirds. And, you know, I mean, you're still getting those extra vegetables in and, you know, chances are they won't know. <laughs> so be sneaky. Um, and then, of course, there are tons of varieties of squash. There's acorn squash, patty pan squash. Um, I love squash. The crooknecks and, you know, yep. uh, these are all winter squash. And then, of course, you have your summers. But let's move on. Let's do a fruit. All right. How about apples? Apples. All right. Let's That's very fall-like. Apples. Very fall-like. Did you ever uh, bob for apples when you were a kid? You know what? I, I it's no. kind of gross now that you think about it. It is really gross. It's a lot of <laughs> it can't be very sanitary. But uh, you know me. You know how I, I'm. I'm terrified of water. So yeah. I, no, I would not have done oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They would have been taking me to the hospital for a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> but then I thought about it as an adult. And I'm like, ew, that's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But you know, when I you don't were a see kid, many people doing that, so it must have been like some epiphany everybody had all of a sudden. <laughs> are we doing that's gross uh but anyway so uh apples the good thing about apples they're relatively low in calories so we're talking a medium apple which i'm guessing is i don't know maybe the size of your fist mm-hmm. um uh, approximately 90 calories so that's not bad uh they're high in antioxidants and then here's something that's interesting, uh, and I learned some more about this when I wrote the the last blog post that I did about chocolate. And if you haven't read it, read it. It's it's really cool. It has some cool um, benefits of chocolate. And one of the things that it so you can feel a little bit less guilty when you eat some chocolate around right. Halloween. <laughs> right, but don't get the the chocolate that you put in everybody's baskets. Yeah, get good dark chocolate. Well, you you can get good dark chocolate good for yourself. Dark yeah. chocolate, yes. Uh, but apples uh, have a antioxidant. I believe it's an antioxidant called quercetin. And it's helpful for avoiding plaque buildup in in your arteries. Mm-hmm. And when that is combined with a similar compound in dark chocolate, it intensifies that effect. And that's what that's one of the things that I mentioned in that article, in that blog post that I wrote. Very cool. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. 
And of course, they're also high in fiber. Right. Especially when you eat the peel. Exactly. Yes. The peel is where a lot of these uh, antioxidants and nutrients are. Mm-hmm. So eat that peel. Yeah. And I will say, I, I did mention that we're going to be doing a podcast about what makes sense to buy organic. And mm-hmm. if you didn't want to buy everything organic, just what makes sense. Apples you want to buy organic. Yeah. Typically anything that you're going to be eating the peel mm-hmm. over the soft outer uh, mm-hmm. skin, you want to make sure that you're getting organic because there's a lot of pesticides mm-hmm. that will go through that that right. uh, soft skin. Right. Now here's something cool. And this applies to the next fruit that we'll talk about, uh, pomegranates as well. Apples we mentioned are high in fiber. That makes apples and pomegranates good choices for people who need to control their blood sugar. Why, you ask? Why? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask. Yeah, well, I talk to myself all the time, so that's all right. (laughs) Um, The reason for this is that the fiber minimizes the effects of the, the natural sugar that occurs in these fruits on the body. So it, it prevents, well, it doesn't, it doesn't make the sugar less, but what it does is it controls the release of the sugar into your bloodstream. Isn't mother nature brilliant? Yeah. I mean, she gives you this high in sugar fruit, but now she puts in a lot of fiber. So that way it regulates that as yeah. it hits your system. Just yeah. Brilliant. So as opposed to say, if you eat a, a candy bar yep. and you get that sugar rush, cause that sugar hits your, your bloodstream just like that. You I know? never knew. I mean, I always heard those who are high in sugar. You want to be careful. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I get that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so great that it kind of has this built-in mecha- yeah. mechanism to help you control the sugar as right. it hits your system. Right. I just think that's amazing. Yep. I, I just, and I, that's something that I didn't know either. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a diabetic, I mean, that's it's really good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course, apples, there's too many ways to use them to list. I mean, yum, yum. Yeah. We'll just say yum. I, I usually have them almost every day in mm-hmm. my juice. In that's juice. usually yeah. my base. And I usually get the green ones because they're a little less sweet. I am not very much, I'm not a very big sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Larissa is more so, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I will use the green apples to juice mm-hmm. with. Well, and I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one that we wanted to mention is pomegranates. And we recently discovered using actual pomegranates. And uh, I, I, nem- I remember one time years ago, my mom and I had got one because we were just curious. We wanted to try it. <laughs> and we didn't realize that you weren't supposed to eat the flesh, Oh, um, which is very, very bitter. Oh, And so we tried to eat that. And then, you know, you've got like all these seeds in the center mm-hmm. and the seeds are what you use. You're supposed to eat, yeah. Right, um, because they're, each seed is surrounded by a sack that contains the pomegranate juice, and that's what you eat. Um, but so we tried this, and we kind of went, what the, why? You know, why do people <laughs> eat this? It's horrible. I can honestly say I don't know what it tastes like, only because I used it in a juice when mm-hmm. we had it. So I can't say, oh, I tasted the pomegranate. Yeah, well, I have two pomegranates on the counter down there. Maybe I'll I need to-, to do one that's more do a juice that has just more pomegranate yeah we can just try some seeds Mm -hmm. too and then you know you don't eat the seeds you just spit out seeds so pomegranates are they contain vitamin c and k Mm -hmm. and then vitamin k if you remember from our kale i believe it was kale or Uh one of our other podcasts uh that helps blood to clot properly yep and it uh 
pomegranates also contain potassium. Uh, they're a good source of potassium. They are, as with everything else that we've talked about so far, high in antioxidants. And then again, as you mentioned, good for juicing and you can add the juice to smoothies. You mm-hmm. really don't want to add the whole seeds to the smoothies because you're just going to grind up those seeds. Yeah. Um, and they won't hurt you. So if you if you crunch them, they're not going to hurt you. It's just, it's a seed and, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, so that's that's what I got on pomegranates. All right, let's move on to cauliflower. Cauliflower. All right. I will say this is probably in my top five of vegetables I don't like, but in fairness, I have only tried it steamed or raw, and it's not very good. It's just kind of bland. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But you know what I'm curious to try, and I don't think we've done this before, is where you boil them and mash them up like mashed potatoes. I've heard people swear mm-hmm. that they think they're eating mashed potatoes. And, coincidentally... That's what we'll be doing for our recipe this week. Awesome! Yes, I am going to buy us a head of cauliflower and find... I've got several recipes that, you know, and there are different ways to do it. So I'm going to kind of try and experiment a little bit, and then I'll put together um, whatever comes out best. And we'll use that for our recipe for this week. Yep. So... um, All right, good. Okay, so cauliflower is a cruciferous vegetable, and we mentioned that when we talked about kale. Uh, and of course, so that puts it in the same family as cabbage, broccoli, kale, and Vicky's favorite, Brussels sprouts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just no. make you a big plate of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Cauliflower is also high in vitamin C and K and also a good source of folate. And folate also we talked about during our kale and beans, beans podcast. Yeah. Uh, supports red blood cell production and helps prevent anemia, which is important, and um, helps with just general cell production, especially in your skin. So it's good for skin. It helps with nerve function, helps with um, preventing osteoporosis. So cauliflower is is very adaptable. And that's what you're talking about, like with the mashed potatoes, the faux mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really adaptable in cooking. So you can steam, you can saute, you can bake it. You well, can... I'm, I'm willing to give it a fair shake. Yeah. I just, you know, I need to try. I need to just find different ways to do it. I even saw like a roasted cauliflower recipe on mm-hmm. Pinterest that looked really good. Mm-hmm. And they brushed it with something i don't remember but it looked yeah. really good yeah well and you can that's something that you can put in with roasted you know like um root vegetables or, ro- or roasted mm-hmm. squash or things too you know it's so amazing as you were talking and i was looking at the different things that these are good for as far as you know health wise it just reminded me of that quote let food be thy medicine i mean mm-hmm. it's just amazing what all this stuff can, yeah what yeah. all this stuff can do for you yeah so. it, it really is I mean, far more than any pill, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the the older I get, the more I am coming to realize that. And the more, you know, the more we we get into this and we study this and and read Mm -hmm. and, and listen to other people and learn from other people, the more I'm realizing that myself. Yeah. So, and I think, and I know you've mentioned in the past, and of course I won't disclose anything, but, you know, you've made it public that you on some medications mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. such but since i would say in the last well definitely since this year you've been able to cut back on I some really of the have. medicines that you've been uh, right. dependent on in the right. past right and and well the the pain medicines for sure mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't on hardcore pain medicine but i was on anti-inflammatories and i don't take those anymore mm-hmm. you know and that's not to say that i don't have pain days but I just choose to manage them differently. Right. And I think a lot of that is attitude 
and some of it is, you know, the way that I'm eating. And again, disclaimer, I'm not saying to come off your medicines. No, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Talk to your doctor. We're well, just... talk to your doctor. Don't make that decision no. on your own, I guess no, no. is what I'm saying. I, I didn't Larissa, make it, you Yeah, know. Larissa has told her doctors what mm-hmm. she's trying to do, and so they're very aware of that right. and trying to do it a very safe way. But I'm just saying, I think it's, it's really cool how mm-hmm. when you start to eat right and start to treat your body right, how it really is is a great thing mm-hmm. so yeah all right let's move on to we're running out of time here yep. so let's move into the dark leafy greens okay and and those are yummy yeah some and, of my favorites <laughs> yeah we can and we can kind of breeze through these because we've talked about them so much we talk about them mm-hmm. just about every episode don't we yeah we had um, a whole so, kale episode yeah kale spinach swiss chard and swiss chard all of actually all of those greens but swiss chard too i will use in juices quite mm-hmm. a bit yeah yeah, we usually have have it in the refrigerator as well as um, spinach and kale. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in cooler climates, these are are more readily available at your markets in the summer as well. Uh, they don't tolerate heat very well, spinach and kale especially. Uh, so down here, we lose our spinach and kale at the farmers markets by June. Yeah, yeah, um, and then we'll get it back again. So our our farmers. We our farmers should start having kale and spinach here pretty soon, um, which I'm excited about because I, I like buying it. I, I like buying well, it the at the market. market yeah. greens, and, and greens like kale and Swiss chard tend to turn bitter after a frost. So they're kind of, yeah, they're temperamental. I mean, kale is easy to grow, but it can be temperamental depending on where you are. So because of the, the hot and the cold extremes, they're perfect early to mid-fall vegetables in in many places and again like i said it it depends on where you are and what your weather is Uh, but you know you can use these so many ways salads of course that's kind of the the given and then juicing and smoothing you can saute these um what i like to do with greens like this is to put them in lasagna or enchiladas those are really good that way the what the 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 enchiladas yeah Yeah, i I do i love mexican food and that's that is a really good uh, example of where you don't have to give up the stuff you love. Mm-hmm. You just fix it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do I do spinach uh, enchiladas a lot. So, um, all right. So let's move on. Our last uh, kind of group of vegetables that we have are the root vegetables. And these these are so awesome because they keep so well. And so, like, if you've got, for example, uh, I think it's a rutabaga. If you've got a, a good cool dark place where you store your root vegetables you a rutabaga will last in there for three months Mm. you know i don't even know what a rutabaga is to be honest with you this thing (laughs) oh it's a thing that that you eat (laughs) i don't you know honestly i've never had one either yeah i just need to change that that. let's Mm -hmm. do that yeah and here's the other thing um okay here's our list we've got potatoes We've got yams, which are sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got carrots, turnips, rutabaga, parsnips, onion, garlic, beets, radishes, and ginger. Yeah, I think I've had everything on that list except a rutabaga. You've had uh, turnips and parsnips? Pretty sure. See, I have not. Yeah. I may have had a parsnip. Remember, I've but, been a vegetable eater long, uh, for a longer time than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care for gin, uh, for radishes. I love ginger. Um, so definitely um, turnips, rutabaga, and parsnips we'll have to buy and try them out. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into, like, all the nutritional properties of everything here. But root vegetables, again, tend to be high in carotenoids. 
And again, look at the look at their colors, and you can tell that. Uh, beta carotene also um, is a carotenoid, and so you'll get that conversion to vitamin A, which is good. Some root vitamins are high in vitamin C. Did we already C. explain what carotenoids were? Carotenoids are antioxidants. Oh, okay. And I wasn't so sure. For I example, remember beta if we had already um, yeah. explained that. For example, probably in a, um, an earlier podcast. Yeah. Um, for example, beta carotene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, this is another one where you, you want to buy organic. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think it. But because these vegetables grow completely underground, they are susceptible to whatever contaminants are in those that soil. Mm-hmm. So where they're being grown, you want a soil that's free of pesticides. It's free of runoff from, from farms and all of that. So that's another organic that you want to do yeah and i we haven't done our research on the um what to buy organic yet but uh i would imagine these would be on there <laughs> yeah yeah well they're on my list here's another interesting thing i never knew why a root cellar was called a root cellar until you told me that it was a root cellar because that's where you would keep your root vegetables uh-huh. had no idea i had no idea why it was called that yeah. never never thought about it yeah well storing up for winter yeah so uh all right and then we we um wanted to get on to our recipe of the week and i think we've kind of already let the cat out of the bag on that one um (laughs) i'm gonna find a good way to do cauliflower to do faux mashed potatoes yeah so we'll do that and i'll find the perfect recipe or recipes and kind of yeah we'll post a picture of it on our our facebook page of course of course as always um facebook pinterest page yeah yeah All right, so I think we're wrapping up our episode here, and let's talk about, though, leaving a rating for us. Uh, We would greatly appreciate going out to iTunes and leaving us a rating if you feel that we are, if we are helping you, that was just a a very small effort, but a great big value to us. Um, Even if it's just the rating without the review, that's very helpful because, again, that helps folks find us Mm -hmm. on itunes and we don't get paid anything to do this so Mm -hmm. it really just helps that we when we get um, more folks following us right and then the other thing that we would really like to encourage everyone to do is um stop by the show notes for the for this episode um on our website and just leave us a comment telling you telling us what you thought of the show and um anything that that we can do differently or better or anything you want to hear us hear us talk about Excellent. Well, 19 is in the books. All right. On to 20. 20. Oh, boy. All right. Peace out. Okay, talk to you later. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.